Did the Los Angeles Rams just create the blueprint for the NFL moving forward? Big names that could be on the move this offseason. And what's going to happen with some of the top wide receivers coming off of injury over the course of free agency? we got all that and much more on today's episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to Locked On NFL. Welcome to a now back home episode of Locked On NFL podcast. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. You should go check out all the Radio Row stuff we did if you missed it. Uh, it's Tuesday. That means you got me, Luke Braun, at Luke Braun NFL. You have Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson N-O-L-A. Thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day every single day. And look, we're still kind of riding this Super Bowl. Come on, man. We're not, we can't be this kind of. <laughs> Had to get one in there. Look, <laughs> all right. You get one. That's my one. I'm going to complain about the rest of them. All right. So we're still riding on this Super Bowl high. Uh, we're riding with the Rams, right? Uh, coming off of their, their win over the Bengals. And we have to have this discussion, right? They went as all in as all in gets. Yeah. In terms of they traded every draft pick they have away, bringing in Jalen Ramsey and Vaughn Miller and Odell Beckham and like superstar after superstar after superstar to go with homegrown guys like Aaron Donald, Darius Williams, um, you know, but it, Teron Armstead, everywhere you like Stafford himself, right? Everywhere you mm -hmm. look, there was somebody that really was part of another team for most of their career, having a, a last having a hurrah in, in L.A., and now, ton of those guys are unrestricted free agents. They don't have any draft picks to build off of. This was really all their eggs in one basket. Worth it? Sure. But I guess I'll pass it to you. Should teams start doing this? It's interesting, right? We've seen it in the NBA before, right? Because it's not just the team mm -hmm. part of it. Very NBA. It's Yeah, it's the player part of it too, right? Are the Is this something that the players want? Do the players want to be able to say, hey, let's go and team up somewhere and let's go get that ring that we've been looking for. Guys like Matt Safford and OBJ and, and these other uh, these other folks that have been added in there, uh, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey, so on and so forth. I like the Rams' structure and how they handled all of it, right? They are going to go, what, seven years, at least right now, at least without first-round picks. And they're going to be perfectly happy with it. You know why? Because they got rings. They got rings. They won oh, Super Bowl. Sean McVay is a Super Bowl winning head coach. Like, it's, huh? it's incredible. And I do think that more teams are going to do it. And you know what? I'm not mad at them. I'm really not. I, I like the approach, of course, of like bringing in the homegrown talent and really paying attention to the draft and doing all that. But you still have to do that, right? You still have to do that with Cooper, you know, the, your Cooper Cups right. and your Aaron Donalds. You have to have those guys that will accompany those, you know, proven veterans. But I think going out there mm -hmm. and giving up the draft capital to bring in the proven veterans is still an effective way to go. There is no team building strategy that does not hinge on also you have to pick draft picks right. Like right. even the Rams, who issue draft picks entirely, the draft picks they do have, they still needed to hit on those picks and get their Cooper Cups and their Darius Williamses. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, there's still some of that. But here's the deal. I mean, I don't think anybody should be mad at the Rams for doing this or anything like that. I, right. It's ballsy, right? Yeah. It was a very, very risky thing to do. Because look, what if Odell Beckham tore his ACL in November right. or December instead of in the second quarter of the Super Bowl. 
Um, like what if Aaron Donald went down? What if you lose Matt Stafford and then this whole year you spent everything for is goes kaput? Um, what if uh Jaquiski Tart doesn't drop that interception in the <laughs> NFC Championship right. game, right? There's all kinds of luck-based things that are just natural to the game. You cannot get to the Super Bowl or win it without a little bit of a little bit of luck. Yeah. Um so you putting all your eggs in that basket relies on that luck. The Rams got that luck, good on them, go enjoy your ring. Can you do that again? Can another team go out and do that? I don't know how repeatable it is, which makes what the Rams did all the more impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, this wasn't a free ring by any stretch of the imagination. I don't want people to start thinking, oh, well, they just traded for all the players, got a ring. Easy peasy. Like, it's right, not that not easy, easy peasy. Yeah. We actually, we've actually seen them do it before, right? We saw them do it the 2018 season. Same thing, to where they yeah. were you know, considered the mercenaries for hire, group mm-hmm. that was bringing in a whole bunch of, uh, of these guys. We also saw, to an extent, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers recently do the same thing in terms of bringing in talent and going out right. there and grabbing and bringing, you know, Rob Gronkowski out of retirement and Antonio Brown out Brady. of wherever he was, Brady, and bringing him in. Like, all of those things were also kind of like that. But they built the defense through the draft, yeah. right? So there's there, so it's a little bit different. But in terms of going out there and bringing in the finishing pieces, they were able to do that by draft capital, free agency, going out there and spending big money, even big money on one-year deals, which is what you saw the Rams do three years ago when they went to the Super Bowl in 2018. Mm-hmm. Now, the, there is a team out there that I think could do this and should consider doing this as early as this season. Oh. And they need to get a little bit closer, don't get me wrong, but they can start the process this season, and it's the Philadelphia Eagles. They've got five picks in the top 100. That's very Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Five picks in the top 100, three of them in the first round. They've got 16. They've got two back-to-back, 15, 16, then they got 19. And they have like 51 and 83. And then they've got two or three fifth-round picks as well. Move some of that. Like, don't don't go out there and, and, and try to, like, throw spaghetti at the wall and hope that something sticks mm-hmm. in terms of a rookie that's going to impact you. Pick a couple busts you. that you won't even like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that might impact you in three to four years. If you can trade some of that to get a value now, and then potentially if you don't want to move forward with Jalen Hurts, I think there are at least a couple of uh, quarterback needy teams out there that would that would like a Jalen Hurts. I might cover one of them, for instance. There's a <laughs> lot of opportunity out there to be able to for the Philadelphia Eagles to be able to start that process right now, and they have everything but their sixth round pick in 2023 as well. I think if any team has the fodder to be able to try to replicate what the Rams did, could be the Eagles. Yeah, and I think another thing about the Rams you have to understand if you're going to be an Eagles fan or a fan of a team you think should do this is the Rams live like this. Like right. the Ram- this was not a one-off. Yeah. They do this. They did this in 2018. 2019 they did it. They didn't even make the playoffs. 2020 they did it. They, you know, get blasted in the divisional round. They live like this. They are constantly trading for other people, letting people walk, bring somebody in, you know, trade a first round pick. That's why they're out of picks forever. Um and like, but look, eight years from now, they got a first round pick. That thing, that thing, they're that 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 thing ain't gonna make it, right? Um, and so you have to have, I think, that full commitment. You have to be willing to live like this, um, or you have to be willing to say, "All right, that was our chance. Right. We had a bad ACL tear and a bad call in the NFC Championship meant we couldn't win the game." Um, now we have to sit here and just t- like go into the pits for three years. You got to be willing f- to accept that as a possible outcome and be willing to accept that you might not have any control over whether or not that outcome hits you. Um, or if, you know, there's a buzzsaw Packers team, like with the, with mm-hmm. last year with the Ram buzzsaw yeah. Packers team, you went into Lambeau, you didn't win that game. Um, and you have to either 
say, okay, we're going to double down and do this again, or you have to be willing for that to be how it goes. Absolutely. Tommy Bahami, Tommy Bahama, baby. It is not just about the shirts. It's about the lifestyle. Uh, all right. So coming up next, we're going to dive into some of those big name free agents that might be on the move, by the way, uh, that some of these teams might be able to take advantage of. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about our friends over at betonline.net. We had such a blast with all of our betonline.net guests last week at Super Bowl Radio Row. And just because football is over for the season, it doesn't mean that the betting is over as well because you got basketball in full swing with the all-star break here and then more right on the way. And you get everything that you need, the latest totals, latest odds, latest player performance props, everything over with the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. And of course, it's not just basketball. You've also got baseball, you've got hockey, you've got UFC, boxing, favorite Vegas casino games, all of that stuff. So go and check out betonline.net, whether it be on your computer or on your mobile device, beautifully new this newly designed, redesigned website that's awesome. Has a lot of live betting stuff that I know Luke and I really like a lot too. So go ahead and check that out. And head over to the website today. Don't delay. You don't want to miss out on all of the great offers that are going to be there throughout the 2022 season. Head over to betonline.net where the game starts. Hey, thank you so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day. Look, it's the offseason now. And that means players, ones you may, may know, names you might even be familiar with, will go from the team they are on to a different one. And that is going to shock the world every year. Uh, It's great. So, (laughs) look, Ross and I have a couple of names that we have, uh, we think are interesting for for this whole thing. Um, Ross, I'm just going to kick it off to you. We're just going to talk about some players that might be on the move trade-wise, pending free agents, guys like that. Kick us off. Yeah, uh, look, everyone's been going crazy about it over the course of the last week. Kyler Murray deleted... Arizona Cardinals related things from all of his social media. I got to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. But it means Kirk Cousins for for Kyler Murray. I've been trolling <laughs> Bo with that all week. <laughs> Bo, of course, of Locked On Cardinals. Clearly yeah. loves that. Of course, Mondays here at Locked On NFL. Look, I, I, I don't know what it means, right? I don't know, aside from the clear uh, Kirk Cousins for Kyler Murray trade that's on the way. But uh, yep. he released a statement today that says... I don't know. I'm curious. I'm just going to read the statement. Then I want to hear what you think. Um, I play this game for the love of my teammates, everyone who has helped me to this position and that believed in me to win championships. All of the nonsense is not what I'm about. Never has been, never will be. Anyone who has ever stepped on the field between those lines with me knows how hard I go. Love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow and get better. Does that definitively say anything to you at all outside of he likes football? That, That says nothing, right? Really so, impressively. Yeah, very impressively. That sounds says, like a speech you would hear in Veep. <laughs> <laughs> Love that show. Literally says nothing here. So New, or- uh, New Orleans. See, now I'm starting to think. Um, Arizona Cardinals. Oh, no. I know, oh, no. I know. I know. I know. Uh, Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray could potentially be on the move this offseason. I think a lot of teams would go nuts for a guy like Kyler Murray. He's a modern-day quarterback. He's able to run the RPOs that everybody is you know, trying to find ways to incorporate and everything. I-, I think that he would be a really interesting one if he does go on the move. We don't know that he is, right? There's no definitive thing here saying that there is. There's no definitive thing in this statement saying that he isn't either. So we'll see what happens, but definitely a name to watch this offseason. That's super interesting. I'm going to bring one up um, that's in my own favorite team's division, mm. has been a thorn in our side for a long time, mm. pending free agent Devontae Adams. Great one. Who knows what happens there? Yeah. I, so we know that Devontae Adams would stay if Aaron Rodgers stays, right? Yeah. But there's all sorts of cap things the Packers would have to do to deal with that that would be really difficult. Maybe they choose not to. There's also his old college quarterback still quarterbacking over there in Vegas, 
that is al- always going to be uh, a sorry. Still quarterbacking over there in Vegas. Um, that's still like very much a possibility. That would be a place that he gets to go. Um, and if, especially if he can choose his own destination, which like contract expiring, he's going to be able to go wherever he wants. That could be something, um, that I I have to imagine if he does hit the market in earnest, he is the top target for everybody. Oh, for sure. For sure. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Whether you're a wide receiver hungry team or not, uh, let's jump over to the defensive side. Uh, this one's a little bit different. It's not necessarily that he'd be on the move to another team. There's been a lot of conversation about him being on the move away from his own team. We all got the great pleasure of watching him on Sunday night. What about defensive tackle Aaron Donald from the Los Angeles Rams? There's all this conversation about him potentially retiring. If that were to happen, I mean, that is a big landscape shift for the Los Angeles Rams, the NFC West, and really the entire NFL, because Aaron Donald has arguably been one of, if not the best player in the NFL for years. We're talking about uh, several-time defensive player of the year. We're talking about Super Bowl champion now, decades team already. Um, Let's see, he's got 2017, 18, 2019, no, 2020, and a couple of PFWA Defensive Player of the Year awards. I mean, the guy is a Hall of Famer at this point. Two sacks in the Super Bowl uh, on Sunday night. Uh, Effectively the game-winning play on Sunday night with the sack Mm -hmm. to Joe Burrow. Uh, Aaron Donald leaving, not necessarily on the move to another team, but leaving would be huge in the NFL. Yeah, it would definitely change the landscape of... I think it would really open the door for the TJ Watts and the Miles Garrett's of the world to just start racking up DPO-wise. Right. Um... Let me go back to quarterback. Yeah. Um, so what's the deal with Carson Wentz here? Oh, man. <laughs> Look, that didn't work out in Indy. I'm going to take a lap on that. Well, I knew that was going to work out in Indy because he's just not very good at he's quarterback. Not a good quarterback. He's just he's he's just not good at the game very much. Um, and look, maybe we would have a different tune if they snuck into the playoffs. But look, if they if the Colts snuck into the playoffs instead of like the Steelers, um, and then they got undressed by the Chiefs, are we really talking about that differently? Mm-hmm. Um. Like, they would have to make a pretty improbable run there. Look, he's not good. And the Colts now are, they got buyer's remorse. We all knew that they would have buyer's remorse. Right. Philly's laughing their way to the bank. Um, I don't know how the Colts get out of this without kind of taking pennies on the dollar here. And I think that might just be what they have to do. And it's kind of a big black stain on Chris Ballard and that front office that has been poached and poached and poached has been a really, really popular and hot front office, but this one hurts. Yeah. Um, in terms of where he goes, I don't know. I think either a team that's very stupid, like Houston, um, that yeah. just doesn't understand that they should probably shouldn't do that. Although that would be a hilarious trade. So good. Uh, in the division. So good. Um, or a team that is just trying to paper something over, until they, you know, get to their next thing, mm-hmm. which I say that and that might be my Vikings, <laughs> which after all that ranting would be hilarious, that but it would be, be something where you're like, OK, I'll eat the contract. I mean, the Vikings only be cap space, so they can't eat the contract, right. but it would be something. Where, all right, we'll eat the contract. We're not really trying to be good right now. Anyway, somebody like the Panthers, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, we're not really trying to be that good. So uh, or we're kind of in like a rebuilding mode anyway. So we'll eat the contract, take draft picks or something like that. Do the Osweiler thing. I'm not sure if Indy has to Osweiler him, mm-hmm. um, but it's yeah, it's, it's a really rough spot for Indy and uh it's yeah it's 
it's going to be a difficult offseason, I think, for them to get out from under it if they are indeed as dissatisfied with wins as as reports say. Yeah, twenty eight point three million dollars next year, twenty six or twenty eight point three next year, twenty eight point one the year after that, and over twenty. Disgusting. Just terrible. Just terrible. Criminal. Um, you talked about somebody that was near and dear to your heart for the wrong reasons when it came to Devontae Adams. I'll talk about somebody that's near and dear to my heart for the good reasons. Uh, what about left tackle, which I think we learned on Sunday night is a very necessary position? Uh, mm-hmm. Teron Armstead of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I, I, it's going to be tough for the New Orleans Saints to hang on to him, um, you know, and there's ways to do it. They could potentially, you know, extend him to knock down his short-term spending, but then do you want to commit to him longer when he's been dealing with the injuries, things like that? So he might be on the move, but if he lands with the right team, a, a Cincinnati Bengals who could outright make him the highest paid left tackle in the NFL because of how much money they have and don't usually spend, but now they see how close they are to a Super Bowl, that they're an offensive line away from a Super Bowl, who would have thunk? And then you also look at other teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. I know Tony Wiggins, locked on Jags, has teased me constantly about Teron Armstead going to uh, New Orleans, and so amongst no, other things, because it's Tony. And so, you know, I, th- <laughs> I think that there's a lot of different uh, landing spots for a guy of Teron Armstead's uh, ability as a fantastic pass protector, as a phenomenal run blocker, and as a very, very athletic piece on the offensive line at probably your second most important position. On a football team, he could be somebody that ends up getting bank this offseason if he hits the if he hits the market. I love that. I love the Rams somehow finding a way to make that happen. Oh yeah, go from um, Whitworth to Armstead. That'd be really nice. Yeah, it just feels very Ramsey. All right, I got one more for you. I want to head back to the defensive side of the ball. Big time hero for the Buffalo Bills. Been there for forever through some of the bad times and a lot of the good times. Jerry Hughes, pending mm-hmm. free agent. Now, I, I kind of feel like the Bills find a way here. Yeah. Um, and, and he doesn't hit the market or he doesn't hit it in earnest, but if he does hit the market in earnest, that could be like a really huge, huge, huge get for somebody and he would get a payday. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I think finding a way to keep him in Buffalo makes sense, right? They seem to be pretty loyal to their guys and that's kind of the model that they're following. True. The thing is he's still, he is 34. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe he, he wouldn't get that big of a pay, but like he's still very effective. Mm -hmm. And I think. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think he, he should retire a bill. Like, I just love that kind of thing. Yeah. So I would love to see him retire a bill, but if he sees the market, I could definitely see him having much more of a market than you would usually see for a 34 or 35 year old defensive end. For sure. For sure. And especially again, one of those other really, really big premier positions. Another really big premier position is wide receiver. And there are several wide receivers that are going to be impacted mm-hmm. by ACL injuries this season. Let's talk about the over the offseason and how that might impact them. Odell Beckham Jr., Michael Gallup, other big names that are going to be hitting the market recovering from this injury and whether or not they're going to be where we saw them this year or elsewhere. We'll talk about that and much more as we continue on to wrap up today's episode of Locked On NFL. But one thing that will always be there, no matter what, is rockauto.com whenever you need them. Whatever it is that you're looking for for your car, truck, your vehicle, you need parts, pieces, accessories, whatever, they've got you covered. Doesn't matter if you drive a Ford or a Fiat, a Dodge or a Daewoo, you can find it over at rockauto.com and you can get anything that you need over on the website without having to go to those brick and mortar chain stores where you have to sit there and wait for 20 minutes just for some guy to come back and tell you, hey, we couldn't find it, so we're going to order it for you, and then you're right back in the same boat anyway. 
cut out the middleman, just order it for yourself, order the part, just pay for the labor when you take it to the garage, or you could do it yourself uh, because you're going to pay the same if you're a do-it-yourselfer or a professional. None of those like weird wholesale prices that you don't get to see as a standard consumer because Rock Auto is phenomenal. They've been helping people, auto parts customers online for over 20 years, family-owned business. So go and check them out, rockauto.com. Don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you right in Locked On the How'd You Hear About Us section. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, so Ross, we're going to have some injuries to watch mm-hmm. over the offseason, and we always have some, right? Somebody tears their ACL in the playoffs, and then the the like recovery timetable for that makes it kind of questionable to see if they're going to be back in time for the beginning of the season or for right. offseason programs and stuff. And the biggest one I'm sure we're all thinking about when we think about this is Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. um, who tears his ACL in the second quarter of the Super Bowl after scoring a touchdown. Um, that is going to be... a surgery recovery the whole deal and he was he's a free agent right yeah yeah he goes right into free agency and i thought made himself some money this season after joining the los angeles rams because i thought he played extremely well yeah so here the thing about free agency it is a market like it's Mm -hmm. this there's economics to this right where odell beckham what he actually is worth on the field when healthy may or may not be the actual price he is it might be more it might be less but there's there's an economics to it where you are risking that he come doesn't come back right from the ACL mm-hmm. and what if his athleticism is different now and he's not the guy you, you thought he was right. but you're also you might be paying a little bit more because he just came off of a Super Bowl team he's very clearly like a, a very very elite player um, and so how do those things tug of war? It's going to make it really difficult to project not only how much he's going to end up making, but where he goes. Yeah. And you've got repeat injuries at this point too, right? And mm-hmm. and, and repeat lower body injuries. I, I was talking to, uh, while we were at Radio Row, we were talking to Troy Vincent after one of the Zebra Technologies deals and uh, press conferences. And he was talking about how- like, stats. Some, yeah, yeah. And some wild percentage, I can't remember the exact percentage now, but some wild percentage of injuries in the NFL are lower body injuries. They are those soft tissue injuries, the Achilles injuries, the ACL injuries. Now, the modern marvel that is Cam Akers has showed you that you can come back from from the Achilles injuries pretty quick, but the ACL injuries still take time. They're not career-threatening like they used to be, but they still take time. So it'll be interesting to sort of see where that so late in the season, I mean, we're talking about February, uh, February, what, 12th? When, when, or February 13th, rather, when the, uh, when the injury happened, that's really, really mm-hmm. late. Uh, and then to go into no market or not, excuse me, to go into the open market immediately starting next month in March, it's gotta be pretty scary for a guy like Odell who, um, you know, had five touchdowns in the regular season after arriving in Los Angeles, made everybody look like, Hey, it wasn't really my fault. It was your fault. You know what I mean? Like he had proved everybody right. Just like Matt or proved everybody wrong. Just like Matt Stafford kind of did. And so I, I I don't know. I, I feel bad for him, though. But he's not the only one. You got Michael nope. Gallup of the, uh, of the Dallas Cowboys, who was in that really fantastic wide receiver room over there with Amari Cooper and with CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, so now he was already hitting the market in an opportunity to potentially go out there and get himself a wide receiver one role somewhere, right? Like an X receiver role somewhere where he became the focal point in the passing game. But now you have the ACL injury that he's recovering from. Um, Similarly, Chris Godwin, who I think kind of took over the top receiver option role in uh, Tampa Bay over Mike Evans over the course of the past few seasons. He's coming off of an ACL. And you see it in the draft too, with Alabama's 
Jameson Williams, who's coming off of an ACL yeah. tear that he had in the national championship game also late. So now we're watching the market from a bunch of different ways be impacted by this injury. Yeah, and with some of these, I mean, it's it's way different how it affects a rookie coming out in the draft. Right. But with guys like Odell or Gallup, um, who teams are not going to want to just jump, throw millions of dollars at a guy who, look, ACL injuries, as much as, you know, Cam Akers and all these guys have, have come back faster than they used to, it, it still messes guys up forever sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't you just don't know how bad the injury is unless you can actually get in there and get more information than right. is... And you just don't know how bad that injury is unless you can get in there and get like more information right. that is reasonable to expect that you're going to have to make this decision with. Um, so what's going to probably happen with a lot of these guys is they're not going to get signed on March 16th when the league year turns over. Mm-hmm. They're going to get signed in July when right. they have proven, you know, when they, there's at least a video out there of them working out when they run a three cone and you can tell their athleticism isn't different mm-hmm. and they can send data to teams and stuff when they can really teams are going to wait until Odell Beckham's back before they pay Odell Beckham. Right. And by that point, he might still be able to make a really big contract with somebody has got the cap space for it. But if he wants to keep, you know, ring chasing, if he wants to find a contender, that contender might not have that cap space. And that is how Odell Beckham's going to end up on some team for five million dollars somehow. Um, and we're all going to be going, oh, my goodness, how did that happen? But again, there's just that's just the economics of the market. Teams are going to wait until they've spent their money on something else. And then there's just not going to be that much of a, a, a pie. There's not going to be as many bidders that are flush with cash mm-hmm. that can drive Odell Beckham's pr- price up. And instead, that's going to drive the price down. So uh, Odell's going to end up being a bargain for somebody that looks insane. Yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think that I think you're absolutely right. And a great, great observation of him like being one of those late free agent additions. And we see teams do this every single season with these guys that are coming off of injury. Uh, Out of the three, Odell, Gallup, Godwin, who do you think is most likely to be with their team again in 2022? Godwin. That's what I was thinking too. really homegrown guy. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, really homegrown guy. Um, Gallup, if he's looking for a one wide receiver, one role, that's, that's different. And I think, I don't know, the Rams and Odell, that always felt like it was a nice little rental. It was yes. a good fling and we all had fun and, and everybody goes their separate ways amicably and with good memories. You that's know? right. That's right. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. Uh, it's a great topic. We'll continue to obviously uh, track this to see where all of these big names and free agency go over the course of the offseason. No place better to do it than with your local locked on NFL show, whatever team you like, we got you covered. And of course here with locked on NFL. And of course, don't forget about the Peacock and Williamson NFL show as well i appreciate y'all as always for coming through luke braun locked on excuse me luke braun of locked on vikings at luke braun nfl myself ross jackson locked on saints at ross jackson n-o-l-a we got james and tony with you tomorrow you know that's gonna be a ton of fun it always is and uh we appreciate you as always make a locked on nfl your first listen of the day every day don't forget to go and check out for your second listen locked on bets your boy q handicapping expert lee sterling make yourself some money now that the basketball <laughs> season is coming up to all-star game all that good stuff you just got through betting christmas let's call the all-star game like betting thanksgiving or something we'll have some fun with it we appreciate y'all as <laughs> always memorial day that's right yeah, yes, exactly. We appreciate y'all as always making us a part of your day, and we'll see you again here soon on the Lockdown NFL Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.